Okay, welcome back to Illuminating Anorexia and Other Eating Body Self Issues. Michelle Sparks with you and great to have your company. Just want to say I got pretty feisty in that last little episode and you know what, I'm not going to apologize for that, although I can hear that I was really feisty. Um, And the truth is, you know, when I hear someone who is really struggling and I hear people in hopelessness and despair and I know that people lose hope and they lose their battle with an eating disorder, people, it has the highest mortality rate of any uh, mental health illness, mental illness. You know, I I can't just not go a little bit harder at that point and, you know, you can hear that I can't. I do have a faith. I have a faith dimension to my whole person approach to dealing with these problems. I am a trained health professional in the physical health arena and in the mental and emotional health arena. I've also done training and work in the spiritual health arena. And yes, I have come at that from a Christian worldview. Not all the time. That was not where I started at all. In fact, um, I really didn't come into that until I was about 24, but it was very much part of the foundation of my healing journey. And you know, look, the bottom line for me is that truth is truth. If something is true, it's true. It just stands. You don't even need to defend it. It just works. So in my uh, understanding as a health professional, in my personal experience, in my experience traveling into and out of an eating disorder, I have seen that there are principles that are true, like gravity is true. Whether I believe it or not, it will affect me. So the way I deal with my emotions, there are principles and truths about that. If I suppress and repress my emotions, that is going to come up somewhere in time. If I harbor unforgiveness or hate in my in my heart towards someone, that eats away at me. That has repercussions in my thinking and even in my physical health. I can't always, you know, map that precisely. And there's more to say on these points. But all I know is that we are people dealing with life the best we can. We're all pretty much made of the same stuff. And we have different experiences and we have different foundations. People come from different foundational life experience. You know, I was sitting in a a dinner party last night and uh, one of the girls that I was chatting to, she was just talking about her husband um, having a nervous breakdown. And you could see even the reaction of the person that was joining us in the conversation. You can see people have different reactions to that. Uh, information. People can feel afraid of mental health stuff. They can feel um, challenged by it. Oh, I don't want that in coming near me. But the reality is all of us are just simple human beings. We are made up of flesh and blood, spirit, soul, body. We have emotions. We have intelligence. We have a lot of different aspects of our selfhood, our personhood. And depending on our experiences, you know, I I love there's a statement that says, hey, 
there, but by the grace of God go I. So I, I find that when I hear someone else's experience, I am very slow to judge because I know that if I walked in their shoes and had their same life experience and their same beginnings, who knows if I would not have made exactly the same choices and be experiencing a similar life uh, situation that they are experiencing right now. And you know, why am I saying all that? Because in my last episode, I got a bit uh, feisty in the spiritual arena, but that is because I do know that people do lose hope and they lose, they lose, I know people have lost their life in this battle. You may know that too. You may even be in that place today. And that's why I went perhaps um, as hard (laughs) as I went in the last episode to say, look, there is a power in the love that created us and there is truth there's truth that just stands alone and that truth is to do with our created worth and value the fact that no matter what our experience has been we are loved we have been chosen we were created with love and choice and desire to be known um, I believe by our creator now I obviously went there with SB in the last um, episode and that's because If she is losing hope from getting free of the eating disorder mindset, I know that there are ways you can get free. There are really practical ways and part of that is coming off the eating disorder cycle, challenging the thinking, uh, digging into the underlying self-experience, learning how to manage that more effectively than starving, binging, purging, learning how to manage our emotions actually how to experience our emotions a lot of that ability to experience our reality is tied in with our ability to accept ourselves as we are to accept our humanity to accept our frail flawed humanity to not punish ourselves for that but to accept it to not be ashamed of it but to be free to be to come into the light and there's one you know like People do have mixed reactions to our our expression of vulnerable self. And if you've been on the receiving end of rejection or judgment or betrayal, and I'm sure we all have in different domains, it can be really difficult and it can make you want to hide. That's what shame does. It makes us want to hide to pretend we're okay or we're better than we actually are in terms of our experience. We may not let people in to those places that need support, that need nurture, that need a helping hand. We've we've shut down in our ability to trust others. And that happens because, unfortunately, in our human relationships, stuff gets fractured. We get injured, we get hurt, and we respond to that. That is the stuff of life. And that is why, in my experience professionally and personally it really helps to know if we're open to this information and to the experience of it not just the information because information alone will not change us but information that becomes like a revelation like something that we see and experience as true that has life-changing capability so when we there is truth that we are loved and desired and chosen. And when 
a person can receive that information and it and it actually reaches inside them it can help them to sit in their skin and be able to handle the reality of their lives and not be ashamed and not run away and not disconnect from self and others but be in that place where they can actually receive nurture and help and support and they can go on to live life and not only to live life but to thrive so what happens when people are ashamed and they hide and they disconnect from others they actually disconnect from the very support that they need to survive those very difficult situations that life throws at us and that happens in an eating disorder so a person who is struggling in the bondage of an eating disorder needs help and they may cut themselves off from the physical emotional support that is around them because they don't feel worthy or deserving uh, and they feel ashamed of asking for help but in actual fact so the experience with a person personal experience with a human being human beings that can receive us and hear us and allow us to be that is healing there's healing in those human connections and my hope is that everyone listening to this has some human connections in their world that are enabling that reception of nurture and support in their life but I also know that the eating disorder can bind us up so tight with a lie and with shame and guilt and such negative self-experience that we cut off from those human connections that can help and heal and support and at that point if there's not a human being that is connecting with us well I suppose I'm doing that even through the voice of this podcast and I am trying to connect with someone who is actually feeling hopeless and despairing and disconnected I am reaching out to say beyond my voice there is one that will never reject that person that will always be there with an open heart a loving heart waiting to be uh, received waiting to be invited into that space where that person can experience acceptance and security and that divine experience of acceptance and security with one who knows you so well and does not reject you but receives you that can be the seed that um, springs allows life to flow again deep inside so that a person who is sitting in darkness and bondage can actually start to go okay I'm not going to write myself off I'm not going to destroy myself I am going to open myself up to this acceptance and love and support and that in itself enables that person to open up to the human support and acceptance that may be in their world and you know caring professionals um, are trained and understand that people are, get hurt and wounded and fractured we all do but when you're in a really vulnerable place you need to be able to reach out to support when you cannot reach out to support when you cannot tell the people 
around you that you need help. You're in a pretty difficult, dark place and you're cut off from support. So I did get feisty in that last episode and I I do that occasionally because I know when people are at that point of disconnect, they are really vulnerable to um, real, complete and utter isolation, hopelessness and despair, and they can lose their battle with that hopelessness. And that is just too much. It's too much. It's too big. It's not, it, it, I find that devastating. And I'm not being, you know, and I'm not trying to be the saviour to the world. I'm not the saviour to the world. I can't do that. But there is one that has come to save all of us, to say, hey, you never need to feel alone. You never need to feel um, rejected like you have no hope. There is always love, acceptance and hope for you and for your future. Nothing is impossible for you. There is one who can actually give you that experience deep inside your heart that can help you stand when you feel like falling, when you feel like going through the ground, six feet under. There is hope, there is help, there is love, there is acceptance. And the power of that can enable you to open up to the human connections and support that will help you as well. And even when there is not that support immediately around you, you don't self-destruct because you've got enough love and acceptance inside you. You've got enough substance of that inside you, that divine connection, to hold you steady until you can meet up with people that are safe and you can open up and you can receive acceptance and support. And, you know, it was a really telling experience, even last night, with um, in this conversation. We're all health professionals. And so to hear this health professional talk about her husband's experience and watch the reaction of another health professional, um, we are, it, you know, it's people have different capacities to to receive information without judgment and without... Um, rejection of the person delivering that information and if you're in a vulnerable place and you're needing help and you reach out and you receive rejection or judgment it shuts you down and it's very difficult for you to deal with and that's why I was saying in that last episode to SB and to anyone else who is in that space of utter despair of getting free of hopelessness of shame of not wanting to reach out or tell anyone what's going on that's why I go there and I say hey apart from my voice there is one who sees you right now loves you right now will not reject you right now and you can experience that love and that acceptance just by opening your heart to that one who's created you with love to experience love, to know love. And even though you may not have experienced that or you're struggling in your current uh, situation, that love can come inside you. It really can. That love is personified in, in, in the God that has come to earth and you know, stretched out his arms on a cross and said, this is how much I love you. 
there's nothing I would hold back from you I really love you don't let your religious upbringing or ideas or stereotypes block you from receiving the love that you were created with and designed to experience that can hold you tight and hold you fast and keep you steadfast and keep you upright in the very dark passages of life and there are dark passages in an eating disorder but there is light and there is help and there is love that can come on from the inside it's there for you you were created with it it actually lives inside you just open yourself up to it he that God that light that love has a name and um, that name is Jesus Christ you know I'm just telling you what uh, he said what that God who came to earth said he said I'm the, I and the father are one so yeah I don't ever impose my uh, beliefs on another because I don't think you can do that but hey when I hear someone battling in a desperate place I cannot not share this information because I know it can save lives and if you're in that place today I'm just saying it again the teaching I have the 4 by 4 is um, a holistic approach the spiritual dimension is just one dimension of that it's like a foundational dimension of that and I give that but I leave it open for you to put it into your own frame to take it or leave it it's um, just one aspect of so if there's 16 actionable steps it's one aspect of each of the four keys that you can, that it I believe is really critical but you may not see it that way and I respect that and you don't need to take it on board at all but I do know that if you're in a desperate place this is this is information it's not just information it's truth and experience that can actually be the seedbed of real healing and change it doesn't negate the other things it actually provides a foundation to build upon a sure foundation so that you can actually stand in the difficult seasons of life love to hear from you love your feedback questions really happy to dialogue you know I'm really happy to dialogue further about these things um, I didn't always think this way I didn't know this information I didn't know this but I know it now and it's life-changing and it's healing and um, so travel well I'm going to come back in just a moment. <music> 